0: Welcome to Grow Goodness with Grace. I'm Sophie. And I'm also Sophie. And today we are here to talk
1: about... The shit everybody thinks but nobody wants to say.
0: Okay, it should be going. Welcome to episode... Thinking eleven, but we didn't do a tenth one yet. Uh, We're both kind of groggy and tired. I'm really tired, and I'm so tired of being hot. I think it's the weather too. It's very dreary
1: outside. Yeah,
0: and my AC went out in my car and my house last week, and then I can't get it to work in the studio. And then my AC went out again last night, and yours was out too, right? Because you didn't have power. The
1: power went out. Yeah, yeah.
0: So the power went out last night. So then she didn't have AC as well. So we're just hot Mm. and tired and crabby because we're hot. Um, Yeah, that's just kind of where our warning is at. Let's just complain some more. No, I'm just sick of being hot. I am really looking forward to like a few days of icky and then to have like a nicer weekend that's not scorching. But just like nice weather.
1: Well, it's been like a like not even like a nice hot. It's been like a muggy windy hot.
0: Yeah, like can't breathe. But also the wind is just so annoying. Like if it
1: was just 85 and normal humidity. And not, it would
0: be fine. Not wet. It, it would be great. But <laughs> feels like you can't breathe because every time you go outside, your lungs fill with water. It's so humid. Okay, try, I'll try not to be grumpy. That's fine. <laughs> it's fine. This is real life. I had a bad weekend. I had a, a bad last few days, so I'm grumpy. But I want to tell about this, which is probably does not matter in your life um, as much as mine, but I was really crabby these last few weeks. Basically, this last year, I used to not drink a lot ever, usually, And then I got really stressed out this past year. And I would not drink every day by any means. I don't want to portray that um, at all. But on the weekends and stuff, I would just kind of drink just to, like, unwind and relax. And I've kind of decided it's a bad – it just doesn't serve me. Like, it doesn't serve me in the least bit, even if I'm trying to do it just to – Release. Release. Like, it doesn't because I get so – like, I am not a good person when I drink. I am a brat. I really am. Like, I'm not a nice human being. Um, I'm just not a good person when I drink. So that's not, like, fulfilling my greater self. And on top of that, the next day I'm, like, wickedly depressed because I struggle struggle a lot with anxiety and a little bit with depression, I guess. And I think that just, like, blasts it to the extreme. So my, my new goal in life that I created for myself after my horrible weekend was um i was just gonna do a 60-day goal of not drinking and like again i don't want to portray i'm an alcoholic like i really don't drink that much when you do it's like three yeah when i do it three but like my body is so sensitive i cannot handle it and i'm not a good person and it's not serving me at all so that's my goal um i'm gonna really try just to find different outlets and I don't really necessarily even need an outlet at this point in my life anymore because I don't feel necessarily as stressed. But I just got to figure out something else. Um, The hardest part, I think, is feeling left out. Yeah. And that's probably why I started besides the release right away, and I know you can relate to that. Sorry, I'm picking. I know it's so good it's feeling though. <laughs> um But that
1: kind of um like one of our topics is are we talking about the Oh yeah what we would tell our younger selves.
0: Yeah, why don't we just dive into that right away because now because I'm all I can, emotional.
1: I can totally relate four years ago. Not now, but I used to drink a lot. And if I could tell my younger self something it would be you don't need to be blacked out five days a week to make friends
0: (laughs) it's so funny because I well I have blacked out but I've never except for this past weekend which hence why it was probably such a bad weekend for me I've never drank two days in a row ever I can't Um, I cannot handle it so it's funny when people say like I've done it for the past five days and I'm like holy heck how do you do it um when I was in college
1: I pretty much was not sober the first year of college
0: <laughs> and that's so funny because I feel like if you drink that's kind of how it is and
1: that was probably like my lowest point in my life and I wouldn't necessarily say it's because of alcohol but it does play a factor when you wake up and you just you don't feel your best and you can't get things accomplished so, so it makes you feel even worse because you're sick and hung over and yeah I don't know I it's weird talking about that because that was like a long time ago. I remember Mallory um, talking to Maria one time, and Maria was like, "What was Sophie like, like before I met her?" And Mallory was like, "Drunk."
0: Drunk. <laughs> I now, know.
1: Now it's like it just doesn't. It doesn't like get me, give me happiness
0: anymore. So I'm gonna ask you, kind of like to go a little bit further into that. So do you think you drank to create some sort of fulfillment you were seeking or did you just wanna party?
1: Um, I think for a while and nothing against drinking. Like if you're listening to this and you like to have a few drinks. Oh, for sure. We just personally cannot fucking handle it. That's totally fine. (laughs) I do not judge people that like to do that. Like Logan, Probably has a few every single night, and he's a perfectly normal
0: human being and does not struggle with anything. Yes, Tyler uh, can definitely have a few drinks as well. But I, I say a few. <laughs> <yeah>. Oh, God. <laughs> Tyler drunk, nobody wants to be his friend. You
1: no know one. Tyler's drunk when he's not talking. Yeah. Um, but I feel like when I was at that point, it wasn't necessarily even too – It was like what you feel like the left out thing. Like I felt like if I didn't do it, I was going to feel left out and people weren't going to want to be my friends. And then I just remember I got to a point where I would be, I would, I was so sad and drunk at the same time. And I remember yelling at Caddy one night. Really Preface like
0: Caddy is your best friend. Yeah, Caddy is one friends. of my yeah. best
1: friends, and I yelled at her one night, and I said some really mean things to her. And the next day, I was like, I don't ever want to do that again. Like I, that just made me a horrible human being, and it it made me so sad. It didn't make me happy anymore, and I think that was kind of like the starting point.
0: So I'm going to switch into a topic really quick because I'm going to talk about this as well, but I'm going to preface this of where I heard it because I want you to relate this to the story that happened to you. So I was listening to a podcast yesterday and it was talking about this, it was like a story of a story of a story. So this person was contemplating committing suicide at a point in their life because they were feeling so low. And the statement he said prior to the act of when he wanted to was, I can't live with myself anymore. And when he said that, it appeared to him like an epiphany that there's two different people in your life. I being probably the best version of yourself, who you want to be, who you aspire to be, the greatest, highest level of yourself versus myself. Who you're at right now where you're at the actions the behaviors you have so he was able to take that and differentiate okay i can't live with myself anymore so instead of saying you can't live with yourself i can change myself in creating different behaviors for yourself figuring out a way that you can live with yourself and creating this self to be the highest version to that I. So I wanna ask you like, okay, that was obviously a really low moment and it's low because you remember distinctly when you decided you wanted to quit drinking. How did you feel with that? If you were to say, I can't live with myself anymore, what, what behaviors did you modify or change to that? Were you able to accept yourself? Were you able to forgive yourself? How did that kind of process? Because that's just not like, you don't just go from drinking five days a week to (laughs) cutting yourself solid off, you know? Um,
1: Well, another thing that came into play was I started getting, like, the worst hangovers of my entire life. (laughs) Like, I would die. Like, I would literally feel like I was on my deathbed the next day. I'd puke for eight hours straight. So maybe that was the universe telling me I didn't need to do it anymore. I don't know. But I just remember feeling like... I wanted to be like the good friend if that you know I wanted to be better I wanted to continue on and myself was being almost like poisoned with something that was making me lash out at people
0: and, and just it, be a shittier version of you
1: yeah and I mean at this kind of point it was a weird transitioning point to I had met Logan And I started working out at this point in my life, and I think I just came to a point where I wanted to be better. I wanted to be more, mm, like my mind was more clear. Because I feel like, like if you're going out and you're drinking, obviously your mind's not clear, and then the next day you're hungover, so all you can think about is sleeping. (laughs) Your mind is not clear, and. I just wanted to be better. And then,
0: if you're not hungover and you're not drinking, then you almost want to go drink again and experience that what some perceive to be a high, but it's actually a low on yeah. your body um, again. And so it's kind of a vicious cycle where it's like if you're not drinking and you don't feel like shit, you're almost waiting for that next opportunity to plan of when you're gonna drink.
1: Yeah, and I feel like like there it, like I'm not saying I've I haven't had an alcoholic drink in four years, like. At the lake, I like to go to Zorba's. I like to have a few, but I feel like when you're at like a better place in your life, when you do get a little bit like buzzed, it doesn't affect you like it does when you're at a low place in your life, because when you're at a low place, you just want more, you want to like feed the sadness, and then it just makes it worse, and then you just you cry, I, you know what I mean? Yes, <laughs>
0: it'll relate to everything I'm about to say about it. Um, But 100%, it's good to know that you can establish where you're at in life in recognizing that you're in a healthy space. So, yes, it's not going to harm you if you have a few drinks. And it's so funny because we both were not even close to being on the alcoholic spectrum, but in a sense, like – I think I am, and I'm not, like, speaking for you, but potentially maybe you are sensitive to alcohol as well. Oh, so that's
1: yeah. yeah. I had one drink last weekend at the lake, and I felt, like, the next morning I was like, I have, have a headache.
0: Yeah. For one. And mine <laughs> is more on the spectrum of, like, yes, I always, always, always get sick when I drink. It doesn't matter how much I drink or whatever. But for mine, it's definitely mental, and I think when I first... Like, I first started experiencing a ton, a ton of stress last June. And I don't want to, like, air all my dirty laundry on a podcast because I'm not going to be that person to do that. But basically, long story short, was really stressed. I went out with some friends. We got really drunk. It was super fun. And I was able to, like, release. I was like, that was so fun. It was great. I was able to forget about all the stupid shit in my life that stressed me out. And then it was like I craved it more. So the more stressed out I got, the more I wanted to drink, the more I was drinking, the more I was abandoning my priorities in life. And in turn, after, you know, a chunk of time evolved into this person where I looked in the mirror and I was like, who is this human being? I, again, those words where I was like, that's so true where it's like, I can't live with myself. And it's not necessarily like, I didn't murder somebody, but it's more along the lines of like, this is not living in alignment with who I am. This behavior is not serving my goals, my purpose, my priorities. This alcohol brings no service to me. In fact, it does quite the opposite. It makes me sick and it drains my mental health, which I've been struggling with mental health since... Uh, you know what, I remember, this is not funny, but this is literally literally where I remember when I first like recognized it a long time. Um, It was like a day after the Justin Bieber concert and he was wearing a cast and he was so little and he used to sing um, one time. Yeah, Yeah, like that is, that's how long ago this was. So a long time that I've been struggling with it and I am kind of, I don't want to say more evolved, but I'm definitely more in tune and in touch with my feelings and I hate that. I shouldn't say hate it. If I don't want to confront it, then I hate it. So I drink more. Um, So that's kind of like where I was at with all of this. And especially after having a rough weekend last weekend, I was just like, I don't want this to be my life anymore. I want to, like, I have so many different things and aspirations. And a lot of it comes from, you know, either you just, you do it, like you said, because you want to make friends, you want to fit in you want to go that route or some people do it to numb their feelings and to not feel I'm a feel like I'm a very guilty human being all the time I was raised Catholic anybody who was raised Catholic can understand if you forget to close the door you're going to think about it for the next six days of your life because you feel guilty about it and that's been a really hard process for me to overcome too And so then I'm like, well, if I drink, then I forget. So it doesn't matter. And I don't want to do that anymore. I want to be strong enough to confront my feelings and all the crap that we live with. And we all have our own demons. And to be able to live with the honesty of myself versus numbing it. So Mm -hmm. and again, I'm not like I'm not an alcoholic, but I do rely on alcohol and a bad behavior. So I think no, I'm not drinking every single day of the week, but if I'm feeling like shit, then I want to drink, and I think that's unhealthy behavior. Right,
1: like you don't want to do it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Like nothing against drinking alcohol, but most of the time people do it to celebrate things, and if you're doing it because you want to numb something, then it's not like the right reason. Yes. If that makes sense. That's all. do it it for the right reasons.
0: And that's where I recognize the unhealthy behavior in my life. It's like I don't want to feel, I don't want to go through this, I don't want to evolve and progress because it's, usually more painful before it gets better so that's where I have to tell myself like I am strong enough and I really like that quote sparked me a lot because it kind of did differentiate okay like myself my behavior is not where I want it to be right now but that doesn't mean I don't have the ability to change because sometimes when you're in those ruts you feel like you're stuck and now you're this just this shitty person and you can't do better and like you said i want to be a better everything in my life yeah i want to be something i'm struggling with right now and i love my child so much but it's like i want to be a better mom and i know that there's going to be all this stuff where it's like no being a mom is hard and la la but that's genuinely what i'm talking about is i want to create good stability for my son And I don't want to have bad representation if I'm getting drunk one night or whatever because we're struggling right now a lot with routine, and he's sassy. And I know that's his personality, but regardless, I need to create good structure and habits so I can be the best version of myself in my life for everybody. So that's something I did. I also, um, another 60-day challenge I did for myself which this is just personally for me and I know that you can probably relate because you kind of did this where you deleted Facebook. I deleted all social media besides my Facebook and Instagram business because Mm, I can't, because I need it. Um, But I'm only allowing myself to go on there for business because another thing that I really hate, which might seem odd because I know I talk about my life a lot on here, but I realize not that many people listen. Um, I really don't like people in my business. And so it is going to help me much more, um, to kind of close that gap. As you know, like, I just hate posting personal shit. I really don't like it. I don't like when people know my shit. So I just was like, this is going to be healthy all around. Cause I'm not digging on social media all the time, just wasting time. Um, I'm I should s- do it again. Yeah. I did it during COVID. You, I know you did. For like
1: literally two months. And it was so good. Cause it gets so addicting when like big things happen. Like what yes. last week that you just wanna keep scrolling and reading everything. But everything is so controversial right now and everybody's fighting and everybody has bad energy. So just like. It is, it's
0: negative and it's consuming and it's frustrating. And I think, you know, whatever is going to happen or whatever will happen is not going to be or not be because of social media.
1: Right, And I and I'm like, what am I gonna do? <laughs> yeah,
0: and a hard thing we had been talking about was, what do you post? do you post? How do you post? It doesn't matter what you're posting because you get fucking backlash all of the time. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I was like, why am I putting so much energy into this thing that is like has potential to like ruin lives? Like social media is so wicked and hard and I love it for business. I mean, for business, it couldn't be a better platform, but for my personal self, it's another thing I'm very sensitive to. And I was like, this is another behavior that I just... I'm gonna cut out of my life and now it's great because I used to you know I wouldn't say do things for social media but I would be like oh I should make this smoothie and like this is different because I'd probably do it on my business but let's just say I should make this smoothie and I'm gonna take a picture of it and make it look pretty for social media Well, now I don't even give a rat's ass. I'm like, I'm going to make this smoothie in this dirty cup and it's fine. And, like, it has saved me time of going on social media, trying to be perfect and creating, you know what I mean? Yeah. Space and time in my life. So.
1: More space for Bub.
0: Yeah. Man. He has been wickedly hard lately. And I don't know if he's going through a phase, but he has been so mean to me. And it's another, like, I'm just, like, so. I know that it's not always me, but that's where I'm like trying to create better structure. He does, but (laughs) it's been so bad lately. It's like just whining every single place we go, and I hate bringing him in public. And so that's where I'm going to put a lot of my energy into that relationship because I'm like, I don't know. Sometimes kids just really suck, though, and I don't know why. (laughs) And he does pick on me. But regardless, nonetheless, that's where I wanted to kind of just differentiate is between you saying, I can't live with myself. If you can't, then you can change yourself. Mm -hmm. That's the beauty. And I think that people deserve as many chances as they're willing to try. And I mean, that's kind of in a vague context, but as long as you try to be a better human being, people go through trauma and the more trauma you go through and the more crap you go through and pain you go through I think you begin to understand why people are shitty yeah I was just talking about this with because my dad's has a lot of his own battles he goes through and so he's a very very good cop because he's super compassionate towards people and he just wants people to do better but that is because he has a ton of his own demons that he's went through his entire life where he's able to understand that a lot of people's misbehavior is through pain so if they're experiencing pain then they misbehave hence I don't really want to get into the riots but a lot of this stuff comes from people's anger and pain mm-hmm. and they don't have good guidance of how to release it and so it's you know unfortunately comes out. comes out in bad ways sometimes yeah so in turn if you're trying to correct your behaviors I'm always going to give you props for that um and life is a journey you never stop learning, and it's it sucks. It's a
1: journey of suffering.
0: <laughs> I know. Always. You're always going to suffer. And so that's, like, seriously, like, I feel like I've suffered a lot this past year, and a lot of it's self-sabotage, a lot of it's bad behavior, because I couldn't cope. I can't cope, and I don't know how to cope sometimes. And so that's just, you know, a journey that I'm going to start for myself. But I had to be ready, too. I mean, I'm sure my sister, of all people, who I was, like, Going to punch her all the time because she's always like, "You're just not the person I used to know." But I think you also have to be ready, you know, and hit that low before you can get high. And I'm fine. Like I don't want to say like, I feel like this came off really sentimental or no, that's a bad word, (laughs) depressing, depressing. But that's just where I'm at in life, and that's real shit. And people go through it, so that's kind of some coping stuff. But just knowing that the differentiate or how do you say that, whatever that whatever
1: differences
0: differences in that um and, and not to
1: bash people who drink either totally not like, do it for the right
0: reasons. do it for the right reasons and i don't and i know that but my husband he can come home and have a little bit of a stressful day and have a whiskey and like get thousands of things done and be okay with stopping at one <laughs> for my is like i had a really shitty day let's get fucked up and i'm gonna drink until i'm gonna puke and like because i don't want to remember how my life is and that's horrible and that shows the difference of, like, somebody who can drink healthy who's somebody who can't. Yeah. And I've always kind of known it about myself.
1: Yeah. Just got to go home and get a Diet Coke from McDonald's. Yeah. And drink that. I'm not
0: saying you can't have pop. I'm <laughs> just <kidding>. like <laughs> But pop is somewhat of a vice. It's like, oh, just – it's a whole new level. Oh, I
1: could – if I mean, I don't think I necessarily have an addictive personality, but I'm addicted to Diet Coke if I buy it.
0: Yeah. If I had an addiction – it would be pop. And this is odd. I mean, once when I've been drunk, um, I've like smoked a cigarette. I don't even think I've ever fully finished a cigarette, but sometimes when I drink as of late, in all honesty, everybody has vapes. So I've like vaped with my cousin and stuff. And like, I don't own a vape. I will probably never do it again because I hope to not be drunk for a long time. But I could for sure get addicted. Like those are two things I know, pop. And like, I don't know why smoking. But, I mean, it's obviously, it's I've an addiction. I've never
1: smoked, but um, I but, wouldn't want to try.
0: No. I just know I have the personality. I know I will get addicted. But I
1: love Diet Coke and energy drinks. I'm sorry. I know
0: you hate the itchy, and I don't know why my legs were so itchy. You're probably going crazy. I'm, like, crazy. picking my
1: <laughs> chest right now. I got the world's worst sunburn in between my tits last week, and I'm pretty sure I gave myself, like, third-degree
0: burns because... Oh, because you got that new swimsuit.
1: Yes, and they were, like, my my like chest like let's
0: explain the swimsuit the (laughs) hoe the most hoe swimsuit (laughs) I love it I'm
1: getting married this year and I didn't want like bad tan lines so I bought this swimsuit and it's basically an eye patch for your boobs and your crotch with see-through straps
0: which apparently Sophie has made me aware that if it's see-through you can get tan through it
1: can burn through it apparently
0: (laughs) I was like no that's not real she's like think about a window yeah okay um, (laughs) it definitely
1: does leave a little line though it's like it can't get through it as strong as just like your skin but yeah so I wore it last week when it was like 90 that one day for like an hour and it just fried my chest and then this weekend my chest was like burning and itchy and bubbling and now it's all flaking off
0: uh, hey, look at that! You've got to put some sunscreen on that. Yeah, I will. So you don't get. It was like red, skin and bubbly. cancer.
1: I was like, Lacey, what is wrong with me, nurse?
0: Nurse. (laughs) Nurse friend. Okay. Anyway, so that's kind of with that. But you wanted to talk about quarantine body, and this is how I wanted to introduce it. Um, I know that this is not a nice way to kind of put these things, but sometimes you just got to give the hard truth to people because they need it, right? It's like a mechanism to get people to work. So I heard this on a podcast I listened to, and I thought it was so funny. He was talking about people who always say, I want to do, I want to do, I want to do, but never do. And all he says to those people is, it's easy to move your body. It's hard, or no, Ah, shit, now I delivered it wrong. It's easy to move your mouth. It's hard to move your body. Stop moving your mouth. Stop, or stop moving your mouth. Start moving your body. That's what I I wanted to say. really butchered that one. Really butchered it because I was so passionate about it. And I was like, fuck yeah. Yes. Stop complaining and start doing. The energy that it takes for you to complain, you could probably eat a fucking apple or something. I'm just saying. Go for a walk. Go for a walk. Do it for yourself. Do it for yourself. That's all I have to say, too, about it. But anyways, this is kind of different. Um, We're going into pandemic body because... Pandemic doesn't count during this. It was so emotionally crushing, soul crushing, world crushing that yeah. it was hard to focus on your body. So you can kind of get into it.
1: Um I feel like so I I'm sorry, my leg's <laughs> itching. <laughs> um I feel like I maybe I look different. I don't know. You probably can notice more than I would if I because I see myself every day. But I feel like during the whole Pandemic. I'll preface this by saying I hate home workouts. Hate them. I love going to yoga and I love going to the gym. That's what I love to do. If you like home workouts, this probably doesn't apply to you because you probably kept doing them all yeah. through the pandemic. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but I feel like even if I didn't look different during it, I felt like I looked different. Like I felt like because I was out of a routine. And I wasn't going to the gym, and I wasn't going to yoga. you picking your toes.
0: Yes, I'm sorry. I'm going to get a call. I was just thinking right after this, I got to call and make a pedicure appointment. It's cause. probably
1: clicking in the microphone. Now oh, <laughs> you have me doing it. Anyway. Um, I'm just
0: getting the gel off my nails for Jan- Janet. What's her name? Janelle. Janelle. Sorry, Janelle. Um, <laughs> Shout out to JC Nails. No, sorry, oh, gosh. Sorry, um, anyways.
1: But I saw this like <laughs> one of my friends posted this thing and it on Twitter, which I deleted Twitter. Kind of back to the social media thing. Yeah. It was making me anxious as heck, so I deleted it, like completely deactivated my account, deleted it. Anyway, and yeah, one I need f- help
0: with that. I tried to delete my things, but I can't figure out how to deactivate my stuff.
1: Oh. Nah. Anyway, so she had posted, and it was like, "Give yourself grace because like." If you feel like you are five pounds heavier because of the pandemic, you've gone through emotional and physical stress. And I think I posted something about it the other day too on Facebook, but it was basically just saying like, it's okay. Like it's like everybody has their way of coping with things and some people it's exercise and some people couldn't exercise because the pandemic hit during half of winter when it was still cold and you couldn't even be outside so I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm just rambling at this point. No, but, but it's
0: okay because you're talking about pandemic bodies and how our bodies look. Everybody's – I don't care what people say. I guarantee every single human being who stepped into pandemic and, I mean, hasn't really stepped up, but we're on the process of stepping out, looks like a different person.
1: Either mentally or Mentally physically. or physically. Probably yeah.
0: both. But it's okay because – sometimes in life we need the lulls we need we need to give ourselves grace because we need to look at it more of a priority that it's not just us it's the world it's something much bigger than us and we can come back and we can change us but we need to give respect to you know what's going on and happening too and sometimes there's just not enough space in your brain to feel all of the emotions go through everything and better yourself at the same time
1: and I was talking to my cousin yesterday I stopped at her house and we were talking about um, like I had said she asked about I think like weddings for this year and I had said something about how I've had like seven reschedule but I've gotten to the point where I'm okay with it I've accepted it and Logan just keeps telling me like just enjoy the summer because you'll never have this many weekends off again like It's going to be a different year than it normally is. And she had said, you know, her and her husband were talking and they were saying how it really makes you appreciate or not necessarily appreciate, but realize how many things you were doing before that you didn't really need to be doing, like going to, like you felt obligated to go to these things that you didn't really need to go to. Do you know what I mean?
0: Oh, I'm a totally a person who always says no if I don't want to go um, but I think but you know what I mean some people, people don't some people don't and I want to this that brings it into a really good point is that after quarantine is over and if you don't want to go fucking say no there is the only person in the long run that you're going to harm is yourself yes if you don't give yourself adequate time and I'm not saying like if your grandma's turning 80 and you don't really want to go but you should probably go yeah I mean priorities yeah. but, but it's like,
1: always like like I don't know, if, I don't even know what she was talking about. But you know, like birthday parties, kids' birthday parties—that maybe they're not really that good of friends with your kids, but you feel bad not sending your kids to them, and you not. Yes. Care. And like, just there's so many things in life that were overshadowing like your own home and family life because you felt obligated to go to these things. And now, um, this is totally a, not even the same topic as quarantine body, but I feel like coming out of this pandemic like it makes you realize how like you didn't need to do certain things before like I felt like if I had a day off I needed to go to Fargo and go shopping now I don't I still feel like that now, <laughs> now I'm like I, I just want to. I don't need to
0: do anything you know
1: what I mean like
0: yes no I and I think that Okay, Allison Cleveland always used to say this, and I thank her so much for like pounding it into my brain, but also making it aware. She would say no sometimes to things that people would be questioning of her. Like, I can't even give an example, but just say like three of us are going out to supper and we would ask her and she would say no. And we would be like, well, why? And she would say, because I don't want to. And it was not because she didn't want to spend time with us, but because she wanted to be at home just doing stuff at home and she always had the courage to say no to things she didn't want to do and she had posted this quote once on Facebook and this girl had asked her to join some sort of online (laughs) multi-level marketing thing and Allison said no and this girl had came back and Allison if, if this story is wrong please excuse me but this is kind of to like the best memory I have. This girl said something like, well, if you don't have enough time, here's different ways that you can like change your schedule to make time for this program. And Allison was a little bit frustrated and she had come back and said, this is not about time. And this is not about a competition to see who can be more or less busy. It's literally like I'm protecting my time. And she has always been so good about prioritizing where she wants to spend her time and, for example, like, she has a daughter, she has her own schedule, so she spends gonna a lot have a of time. She's kid. Yeah, she's going to have yeah. a second baby. Prioritizing that. And I thought it was so admirable that she was able to say no to things that didn't really matter to her because other things mattered more, where we surpass it all the time. And, you know, the root cause of it is because we want to please other people and, and fit and in kind of the same, and not lose friends kind
1: of like what we were talking about before with mm-hmm. like drinking and like yeah and I feel like personally I've gotten to a point in my life where I it's easier for me to say no now than it would have been five years ago mm-hmm. five years ago I would have said yes to every single party every single lunch every single everything because I didn't want to feel left out and now I'm like eh, I can be home I can be lazy
0: and I feel like I used to be good at that. I've retracted this past year of growth. I mean, I've grown so much in some ways and really took it a step back in other ways. And that was one of them where I, you know, a lot of my friends I met because we went out and drank and did fun things. And now that I, you know, that was my fear of like, if I say no, are we still gonna be friends? And of course we are, but it's just different. And it's almost surrounding yourself with people who have the same goals, aspirations, values as you. Not because you don't love your other friends, just because then you don't have the hardships of like, if I say no, are we still gonna be friends? What are we, you know what I'm saying, kind yeah. of with it? And not to say you can't have those friendships, they definitely can totally work. But that's just kind of, again, it's good to have people who are on the same page with you and other parts of your life as well. Yeah, to connect with um
1: so yeah quarantine body quarantine if body. you're five pounds heavier
0: who cares who cares my body has personality <laughs> <laughs> my body has fluctuated so much for me I've been so angry at it another thing oh my gosh there was one thing I did want to say um two and this was pertaining to anxiety and I should really give this guy credit because I've been like using a lot of what he said in his podcast and for the life of me I can't remember but I will give him credit this next episode. Um, He had said a lot and this is just generalization because a lot of people struggle with stress and anxiety not related to anything it's just medical Mm -hmm. but if it's related to something he said most common than not stress and anxiety is related to something that that comes of resistance so just say the pandemic hit we're resisting pandemic we're not allowing it to happen because it shouldn't be happening hence then we create this anxiety bubble of like this is not real life this is not happening or you can stop your resistance and say okay pandemic is happening let's make a plan what can I do to be helpful or what can I do to help myself survive anxiety kind of goes away now you have a set plan for it
1: yeah I think it's a lot of like I'm so sorry control just let me just itch my legs really (laughs) quick one sec (sighs) like it's like you have control though and I feel like that is totally me through this pandemic like the first like couple weeks I was in denial I was resisting it and now that we kind of hit that median point and we're kind of coming out of it like once i figured out that this was happening and i couldn't like control it i switched my gears and i decided to control what i can control and that's like moving people to next year and just accepting that it's happening and making a game plan for this year
0: and so, i want to highlight the word you have kept saying on throughout this podcast is acceptance it's hard to make any progress if you're not willing to accept anything in your life it doesn't matter like mine right now is like okay I want to be a better person I accept that I've been a shitty person and now now I want to be better but you have to like accept that for you it's like I accept I literally cannot control anything in the universe right now so now I'm going to make a plan of how I'm going to change or survive yeah and so I think the hardest one and the hardest pill to swallow is to accept where you're at regardless because and it's confronting be the honesty
1: in totally different stages of yeah like literally mine
0: we're just using examples of where we're at and i'm sure my example would be different next week because my mind <laughs> seems to you know go through all this stuff but i'm so sorry i know i keep it what cheating. is wrong with your life i don't know or i didn't put lotion sunburn? on and, uh, and my skin must be dry and then i did like a little bit of a workout because i pre-recorded some stuff for power and so I'm just wondering if it's the combination yeah. of everything. Yeah. Maybe. Um I think I kind of want to wrap it up a little bit earlier cuz I think that's a little bit heavy. I don't know are you okay with that? We can do whatever. Okay, cuz this next stuff I wish I'll just think I'm going to leave till next week. Um but I'm like kind of want to give little life updates, I guess. If we have much or anything funny that's happening in our lives. My parents got a puppy yes talk about that joey joey the puppy
1: (laughs) my dad is obsessed with
0: him i love it my
1: dad literally has like goo goo eyes for this dog and if you know my dad he's pretty i don't know i wouldn't say he's serious but it's just weird seeing him love something so much
0: and is this going to be an inside or an outside dog Because your parents Um, live on roughly, like, I don't want to say a farm, but a farm. Yeah, it'll be
1: an inside-outside dog. It slept with him every night that he's at it.
0: Cute!
1: (laughs) I'm trying to think if he did anything funny. It's just, it's funny seeing him interact with, like, the other dogs because he's so small and Ivy is, like, huge. And, like, the first day we brought him home, he was terrified of them. Like, he had his tail between his legs and he was, like, hiding from them. And then yesterday when I went out there to see him... I brought Ivy he was like tackling her and trying to grab toys out of her mouth and she's growling at him and it's just funny to see him like change like he's already
0: so like independent
1: I feel like they grow so fast they do like babies too like children I feel like I mean I feel like me and you look the same every month but then like a kid it's like Bo looks so different All of the now time. than he did two months ago.
0: I know. Isn't it crazy?
1: Yeah.
0: And his attitude, man, you wake up one morning and you just have no idea where that bugger is going. <laughs> Lots of tears lately, but that's okay. Um he needs to come see me. Yeah. Something that I'm so excited about, and I'm not necessarily, necessarily excited about, like, um, maybe we'll backtrack for just one quick second. So I got a very nice car, like, two years ago. And... <laughs>
1: Are you getting a new car now?
0: No. Oh, gosh, no. I'm never buying a new car again. So I always had this, um, and not to, like, say anything about new cars. Like, if you love them and they're your jam, like, and you just earned them, deserve them, whatever, go for it. I don't care. For me, personally, I think a car is a waste of money. It's a waste of an investment because I don't take the best care of cars, number one. And number two, it's just, like, material things like that, like, don't spark joy for me anymore um and I've kind of ruined the car that I have so I mean whatever but this goes to show so I'm so excited because we got a camper and it's nice and I'm excited about it but I'm so much more excited because you can do stuff with it I can do stuff like I can finally prioritize because it's really hard for me to get out of my work life when I'm at home because I live so close to work Mm -hmm. and obviously you know that your work is like basically in in your home (laughs) so um it's always easy for me to say like I'm gonna go do this or I'm gonna go do this or whatever like it's very hard for me to have downtime, and I know that's another piece of like the anxiety and just like being okay with boredom working on that but anyways um so and just as you know Tyler and I had discussed like should we get this camper again we're not materialistic people I mean his fucking mirror was hanging on by duct tape (laughs) he got them fixed (gasps) thankfully but it was hanging on by duct tape did you
1: get the camper already um we get it
0: no we get it Thursday it's kind of a mess because I have to sign for it naturally at work the dumbest hours um but we get it Thursday and when Tyler and I had talked about it because that's one another one of my goals is to structure better family time because I think Bo needs good structure and so and like when I was little I know like no offense to my parents they did everything they could but I had five siblings we didn't get to do much
1: yeah that's that's hard it's,
0: it's hard expensive it's expensive it places. is and one of the you know one of the times I do remember is going to the cabin and doing things we didn't go a lot but we got to and so I was thinking you know as far as purchasing something I wanted to buy experiences for my child I really like that was my big goal is to like number one chill myself out but number two like I want structure for him and I want experiences for him and I think over the past year of being so busy with work sometimes I you know unfortunately had a bad tendency to overshadow looking at him as like raising him versus looking at him as like create experience, creating experiences if that makes sense mm-hmm. so that's my next like big push so I'm really excited about that because I have my own space I can bring my dog she sucks she's gross but love her she can come um (laughs) and we can do this for him and i'm so excited to be able to financially be able to do this for him as well where are you gonna go um well our first place where we will go friday night because tyler has already told me is his parents have a lake and we never go because it's just a tiny little cabin for them um but they do have camper hookups so i think a lot of the summer he wants to keep the camper out at the lake um because they do have a really good spot but where they're on buffalo lake in sisseton no wait i don't know somewhere in south dakota don't ask that is in south dakota okay yeah yeah okay whatever it's like Mm -hmm. an hour hour and 15 depends how fast you drive um and so that's the goal my family always goes to a friend of the family's cabin so we like to spend some time out there too but i'm so excited because i love nature i love hiking and so i mean if anything ever opens up i'd like to do that for family time as well so that's kind of my goals right now I guess just speaking out loud but I'm really excited because I feel like that sort of investment or purchase is going to give me the opportunity to you know have those experiences with my family and so and you guys I mean I know that it's like gym but you kind of know the same exact thing of like having a place to go and being with family and taking a break and I remember you had said like it's like, kind of in a... It was more of a, like, uh, you were having a hard day, but you were, like, it's the only thing I really look forward to in the summer, and so I oh, was, like... going
1: to the lake. Yeah, going yeah. to
0: the lake, and so I was, like... Because I never, like, ever imagined myself as a lake person, but it's not necessarily being a lake person. It's more of getting an escape.
1: Yeah, it's, like, we have, like, a lake family of friends yes. and stuff like that, so... And, like, Ottertail Tail is so busy in the summer that, like, your phones just don't work because it's so busy... So when we go there, like, nobody's on their phones. We're all just hanging out. We're on the boat, like, having a good time. And, like, you just can't replace that. Like, in Logan and traveling and, like, going places. Yes, and
0: you made me very <laughs> mindful of the traveling. And so it was so funny because then I had kind of shifted and I was like, it's almost kind of like that. It's not being a lake person and having to go out to the lake and do these things. It literally is for release and release yeah. and quality time. Yeah. But you can't get back. So, yeah, that's kind of exciting. Um, I hope to go to gym sooner than later. Jim lets Bo come out and be oh, Robbie. yes.
1: <laughs> you can park your camper at the gym
0: and bring your child. And... Crazy life. Yeah. Anytime. Zorbas. That's the only thing. And Alexandria has Zorbas, but we'll never bring the camper out there because there's just tons of space, and that's Maybe where we usually camping, go. Yeah. So we always stay there. I love it. That's family. But if we do need to go somewhere else, it's just going to be nice. I'm a very much person of, like – You
1: can bring it to Duluth.
0: Hi, my own space? Yeah, I know, because I did not get a hotel right yet.
1: I wonder if there's a camping spot around there that you could bring your camper.
0: Dude, I'm hoping so, because I'm so bad. I know you even like I got two things in a my thing to, as a reminder to get a hotel. But I got a dress, and so funny, you I want to say like this. The same day. Yes, <laughs> I want to say this is so funny because. This just happened to my mom. So I got a wrap dress. I've never bought a wrap dress before. I did not understand it's a wrap. So literally, I got it and I was like, this is like a robe. Like, this thing is gonna freaking fall off of me if I make any sort of movement. And so then I swear, two days later, my mom got a dress for family pictures in the mail and it was <laughs> a wrap dress. And she's like calling me and she's like, have you ever heard of this before? Or no, I think we were on a walk or something and she was like, it like opens up and it's all these weird strings and one string goes all the way down to the floor. I'm like, I know, it's the strangest dress ever. But it was just funny because I'd never heard of them before. But that's a priority for me is fashion. Oh, yeah. Duh. Fashion. A place to stay. I can sleep anywhere. Right. <laughs> but anyways, no, we'll wrap this up because it was a little bit heavier and, oh, yeah, vulnerable, which I hate all of. But sometimes you need to hear it. And next week, we'll be happier. No potty training update again. Oh, I did want to give an update on my mom because I think I had oh, mentioned yeah. her a little bit. Um, long story short, she has stomach cancer. And from what we can tell, it's pretty localized in the stomach. Um, and she's, it's not in her neck. And it's not in her neck like I thought or we thought. I'm, I'm a little bit pessimistic. I'm. I trust doctors to 99.9% um whatever anyways anyways so I'm really hoping just in her stomach she's getting radiation she starts I believe today if not this week and she has to go every single day for a month so if you could just keep her in your prayers that'd be great because she's worried about sickness and you know it's just scary you have to go alone it sucks because of COVID Mm -hmm. so um but you know at the end of the day it was kind of a fluke that they found it in the first place and so we're really grateful they were able to find it and catch it early yeah. So positivity on that note, uh, but just keep her in your prayer. She's strong. She always says she's strong, but, you know, uh, strong people, you know, they probably are dying inside like the rest of us. That's <laughs> suffering. All I, suffering. life, suffering all the time. But, yeah, that's kind of our only updates. I don't even have any funny jokes to say because my life has kind of been, like, yeah, nothing funny has happened to me. Mm,
1: no. No. Nothing.
0: I guess when I was – another drinking incident which I don't really want to say Um, and I'm kind of sad about actually but we went to the glow ball tournament What is that? it's basically like golf and the golf balls glow in the dark and it's so awesome like I'm so happy that the clubhouse or what is it called boy to sue golf courts puts it on it's great Um, but it was really freaking windy and cold and then kind of hot and it was gross weather so like I stayed out there for three rounds um, but I was so sad because I was, like, so agitated and, like, hot but cold. And then it was buggy. And you know when you get like that and you're just, like, kind of out of your head, and I'm like, I just want to go home. Like, yeah. I wasn't really drunk. I just felt sick. I'm like, because I cannot drink two days in a and I'm like, I want to go home. And I got home, and I only had one shoe, and they're my favorite cutest shoes because I'm sure, being in the golf cart, I never golf with shoes on. So, PSA, if anybody finds a flip-flop that is – A size six (laughs) and leopard, let me know.
1: I have your shoes at my
0: house. I know. I only have two pairs of sandals. I lost one. And yours are at your. Yeah, so I've been wearing those. When you asked me why I was wearing those shoes, they're like Steve Madden slip-ons. The pink ones. That are pink. Um, What's the material? Mm,
1: It's not velvet, it's like satin. Suede? Shiny.
0: Shiny, but like furry? (laughs) No. No. Uh, they're not, they're not the best shoes to be strutting around in.
1: They look like a three-year-old shoes.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, so let me know if anybody finds those. But, yeah, that was great if the golf course can do that again. And my sign is up at the golf course finally. Yay. I finally found that, so that was great. All good news besides from that, but I'm just going to kind of come around and say it. Work to focus to forgive yourself. And you can live with yourself. Just differentiate between I and me.
1: And accept. and accept
0: accept what you cannot change and focus on the good that you can create in the world because we all need good and be kind no action of kind ever is unwasted yes we can't tell you that a hundred times enough so i freaking love you freaking love you